0: The Potential Candidate is a podcast about life after divorce, taking accountability, and transforming your life for the better. On this journey, listeners will hear from men and women about their path to foster and relationships.
1: We will share successful dating tips, relive epic horror stories, and leave you with powerful mantras to help you further manifest your goals. This podcast is for the person seeking clarity, Are you ready for the glow up? Are you ready to bounce back? Are you the potential candidate?
0: Hey, it's your girl Jess.
1: And it's Tiffany.
0: And this is The Potential Candidate.
1: This week's mantra I have decided to start eliminating the things that don't add positivity, love, and hope into my life. I am making these changes to make room for the arrival of something greater. I can't hold on to things and expect better. I have to clear the way and open the portals for a new frequency to flow into my life. That comes from Manifest Now by Adil Ahmed.
0: I love it. I love that every single week you pick these mantras that are just so spot on Girl. with what our topic is. And I think that is so perfect for today's topic of when to call it quits.
1: Absolutely. You know, there's an article published by Time Magazine that talks about when it's time to actually call it quits. Um, whether this be, you know, I'm thinking this can go for anything, a relationship, a relationship, a friendship, you know, a professional partnership, whether it be, you know, maybe a, a business deal you went in on or um, your job, Yeah. but definitely it's important to take time to process and figure out, you know, what what's best for me and is it time to call it quits? Right. So right. in this, you know, article, they acknowledge that it's challenging to actually decide if you want to break up with someone you love and sh- share your entire life with. A thousand percent. Yeah, and I'm thinking back to my marriage, Again, the dissolution of funds, moving out, that was one thing. But you share your whole life with people yes. and your family becomes their family and vice versa. Yes. And that was very hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, and time states that the feelings caused by romantic love can be so strong, uh, they can even convince people to stay in relationships that are, are unhealthy, unfulfilling, and ultimately unhappy whether they realize it or not.
0: Wow, I could see that. I could see that because I think sometimes people stroll down memory lane.
1: Girl, <laughs> oh, they do? Like,
0: oh, but remember we had that one picnic on the beach and he said he just loved me and the sun was set, you know? Yes. So I could see where that nostalgia then makes you feel like, okay, no, I love this person, things will work out, it'll get better. Right. Until it doesn't. And then you're like, oh memory lane again.
1: Yes. When it's like,
0: nah, board up memory lane, block that off. Yes. And independently start to piece together what does this person look like for my life? Are they is it somebody I can continue to grow with or is it somebody that's holding me back?
1: Yeah, that's Ooh, good to point out. Absolutely. Hard. And then no, you know, I've heard people in these relationships saying, well, we have kids together and I'm going to wait until the kids get older, which is a huge sacrifice, right?
0: I heard that all the time when I was going through my divorce. Um, I had friends who were married with children, just people in general. And you know how people just try to like bear witness to what you're going through? Yes. So it's like, oh yeah, me and my husband at one point talked about divorce. And, you know, if it wasn't for the kids, we probably wouldn't be married see And my response would always be don't you want your kids to see healthy have healthy parents?
1: Happy parents?
0: Right? Because if you're just faking it for the kids, you know kids are very astute. Yes. They are very astute.
1: They're sponges. Yes. they soak up everything around them.
0: Like you don't think your babies are gonna realize that maybe there's a weird vibe or like mommy slammed like daddy's toast down on the table with some force that she didn't use to or something <laughs> um but i mean whatever to each his all yeah and that's what i used to tell people like me going through a divorce doesn't mean you need to up and leave your husband don't do absolutely that. <laughs> don't do that like if you're reevaluating your relationship do it because that's what's best most meaningful to you. Not because like, oh, Tiffany got divorced and she's doing okay. Oh, Jessica got divorced and we're doing okay. Okay, maybe you'll get divorced and maybe you won't do okay.
1: Right, some people, this will <laughs> change their entire being. Mm-hmm. Right, and so, I, yeah, I, I am not, <laughs> I'm a fan of marriage.
0: <laughs> Amen. If
1: I had to choose one for myself, it would be married. Yeah. I, would n- I did not intend to go through divorce. Nobody
0: does, and people always act like, uh, "Choose your heart."
1: Yeah, here we go. Here choose we your go.
0: heart, nah, hoes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because nobody ever is like, "Yes, I'm going to get married to this person. It's going to be this amazing marriage, honeymoon, and then three days later, three years later, we're going to get divorced."
1: Yeah, like, like I look forward to this person changing who they are.
0: Literally nobody. Nobody. Literally nobody.
1: And there's even a period in your relationship when you feel like you're lying to yourself. Yeah. When you're like, man, come on, Tiff, you actually, come on, you playing yourself now, dog. You're staying in this marriage and you know you need to leave, like yes. you're you're lying to yourself.
0: But there's that voice in your head that's like, but you took a vow.
1: You took a vow. So
0: Jack do you part. And he don't look like he about to die.
1: Right, and
0: I ooh, like, I've been mean, watching snapped but I'm not about
1: that girl life, no right? that I
0: didn't feel like not that not even that. so it's just not like until death do us part like there's some things that are making me feel away, way yes. and I can't just keep going with that because it goes against the grain of who I am as a person yes
1: yes, yes. So, and girl you know and now look at this. In this article, they talked about a study where, um, you know, how people are, you know, the bonds in a relationship, people are just so caught up in this romantic bond. Mm-hmm. Um, people, whenever they look at photos of their romantic partner, a dopamine chem- chemical uh, associated with reward it, that makes people feel good, it's released in their brains. It was a 20, 2015 study published in Frontiers um, in Human Neuroscience. So it's like just the, just the notion that being with someone or seeing your partner that you love can make you happy it releases chemicals in your brain like you know like this it's kind of like someone saying I'm going keto I'm cutting carbs and sugar like this is gonna have an effect on your mood so we definitely want to acknowledge the fact that like even considering leaving your significant one or leaving your job of so many years or stop being friends with that person who you've been friends with forever this is really challenging Um, and it does take a toll on you however we're going to review our top ten reasons for when it's time to call it quits.
0: Mm-hmm. I was gonna say with that dopamine thing, like I wonder if like the opposite is true. When you start to look at your significant <laughs> other in a picture and you're like, oh
1: girl, like,
0: girl. <laughs> is that <laughs> indicators to call it quits?" When you like look at the picture and are just like.
1: It's not. What time, was you dog. thinking? Look at his spanking <laughs> ass. <laughs> Quite possibly. Okay. I love it. And I just, love it. You know, hey, signaling. That, need that may be the bonus. <laughs> so, we're going to uh, drop the link um, so that you guys can read this uh, article. They actually connect with some dating specialists. And they advise, you know, on when it's time to go. We looked at those and reviewed them, but we definitely have our own as well. So, number one, you can connect with them or openly communicate with them. Mm-hmm. Anybody you cannot openly talk to or you're fearful, it's going to start a fight. Yeah. This is somebody you've lost touch of. Like, you, like this is no longer someone you're safe with.
0: Yeah. I was actually reading an article, I think it was last week, and it talked about relationships where you cannot communicate with that person, mm-hmm. they don't work. Wow. And I think communication is important, right? Not just our verbal communication, but nonverbal communication is huge too. That's something that I have had to work on personally Yeah. because <laughs> my mouth can be saying one thing, but my whole face, and body language is saying something totally different but i think that it's true you want to be with somebody that you feel emotionally safe yeah yeah and by emotionally safe i mean you can be raw and vulnerable with them and they bear witness to that and they see you and they understand and it's not just this they're not trying to be right it's not about trying to make you be wrong but being able to say okay I hear you Tiffany I don't agree but because you're communicating something to me that has hurt you, bothered you etc because I love you, you're my person Mm -hmm. I care about the fact that
1: I hurt you whether I agree Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or not if Mm -hmm. that makes sense it absolutely does I think acknowledging and affirming your partner is so important yeah. because they should feel safe with you enough to be vulnerable. Yeah. There's only about one or two, maybe maybe three people in the world that we as humans can be totally, completely vulnerable with and our partner should be one of them. Yeah. And if at any point you find yourself in a space where your partner is, you know, not validating you, Mm-hmm. and making you second guess who you are as an individual, it's time to chunk the deuces. Number two, you begin to dislike them as a person. What you think about that one, girl? A thousand
0: percent. That was me personally. You don't have to at me, Tiffany. <laughs> don't at <add> me. <laughs> no, that, that legitimately was me because there was a point when I was like, okay, Josh, what are you going to do about your marriage? Where I would look at my ex and be like, Man, I love you to death. Yeah. But I cannot stand you. Yeah. And that is a different feeling because it's incongruent, right? Yes. If I'm saying I love you, usually that means like, yay, rainbow, sunshine, puppies. But when I'm like, oh, I love you, but, oh, I think that's a different feeling. And yeah. I think for me, that's when I started to be like, okay, Jess like your spirit's getting real stirred up, it's time to maybe like look at why it's invoking that type of emotion too. And when I started to treat him with contempt.
1: Yeah. Just, petty shit. You, girl, you better. (laughs) Like, I love right? I love petty you Jess. Just,
0: you just be a little extra petty. Like, yeah. I don't know, you go to the store and you pick something up, but you don't bring them nothing back. Right. Like, where it's like you used to call and ask. Yeah you, <laughs> yeah, you don't go the
1: extra mile for this person. Yeah, you don't go the extra mile for this person because you don't like them anymore. You just right. genuinely don't want to be their friend.
0: Right. Yes. And
1: yes, or when they call you and you're like, oh, I got to answer because it's my husband. I never
0: felt that way because it was like, a okay, but I definitely would just
1: be like, I have moments like that.
0: Why are there chewing like
1: that? Yeah. Well, no, I have moments of, <laughs> I don't want to answer this phone.
0: Okay. That's real. So I'll kick that up a notch. So I didn't have the, I don't want to answer this phone. I got to the point where it's like, Ooh, what can I do after work? So I don't have to go
1: home. Yes. Yes. And Avoid there
0: are it. Days, there's like a little grassy knoll in the neighborhood. I would go sit in my car for like mm. a smooth hour and <laughs> just be sitting in my car. Yep. Wednesday, I'm like, oh, such a beautiful day. Look at the kids playing, read a book, talking to friends, and I'd be like, oh, all right, I should probably go home now.
1: Oh.
0: And then, then I was just, why am I doing this? Yes. Home no. should be our safe space, our happy place, our haven, not this place where it's just like, oh, I don't want to have to do this. Right. Because who knows
1: what's going to happen? Like, what's the next argument going to be about? What's the yes. next fist going to be? Um. So, yeah. Absolutely. Number three, they're abusive. And this can actually go emotionally, physically, okay? Spiritually, whatever. Um, I even want, want to put in the honorable mention of gaslighting. She's an honorable mention. Honorable mention because... <laughs> honey first of all there's domestic violence so domestic violence is an umbrella term and people need to educate themselves on tv we are educated by knowing dv as you know a man hits a woman now we're starting to see that women can also be charged for dv right 100%. but it we need to understand that domestic violence is not just physical it is emotional it is psychological, and, and I think we're starting to accept that socially now. Um, there are documentaries coming out, like with the uh, Nexium cult. I'm so happy that the founder was put underneath the prison for years and years and years, and then his homegirl on the side. You know, whatever. We'll, t- we'll save this topic for the clubhouse room. But <laughs> but gaslighting is so serious because when you are in a relationship with somebody that makes you doubt who you are makes you question who you are. Someone who says you're stupid or you're you crazy. You're, you're losing your mind. I didn't say that to you. I never told you that. Someone who can look you dead in your face and lie to you. That's emotional abuse. And so I educated myself on that after my divorce because it was fun and cute when I saw my ex gaslighting everybody else until it was done mm. on me. I mean, I would wake up sobbing like, no, you're not going to do that to me. You're not. You're not gonna body shame me. You're not doing any of that because I know who I am yeah. and who's I. Am. Yeah. So just people, anybody listening. Um, I know it takes. They say on average seven times to leave an abusive relationship, but red flag. Get out of there. If they if they even tell you that you're gaining weight. And you're just starting to date them. If you're at the beginning of your relationship and they're dropping these little signs, this shit is real. It's going to show up down the line in your marriage if you do not address it. Oh, yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. All right. Number four, your needs aren't being met. Yeah. Let's define needs, Jess.
0: Emotional Physical. Spiritual.
1: Now let's talk physical. Come on.
0: You know, <laughs> it's, it's hard because again, so I'm one of those people that my emotional connection with you intensifies my physical connection.
1: With yes, that's sapiosexual.
0: So if I don't like you, mm-hmm my body is not going to like
1: you. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And that becomes a problem then. Yeah. But if emotionally I feel like you've got me, physically you have got me. You know, interpret that how you will. But...
1: Shout, I just want to give a shout out to all the women who don't go down on their men but other women are on their behalf. That's a, see? Cause
0: I got to a point where it's like, I don't even care if you're having sex with somebody else because I know I am not going to because I am on my way out. Oh, now. That literally was in my head. Like, I, I kind of hope you are because I'm not even at the point where I can give you like, the
1: courtesy nutty. nah. Please don't touch me. See, yeah, there are, some, there are some people who say, I'm okay with that, it's not cheating. You can do your thing, because there are things I'm not gonna do with you in the bedroom. You can have your friend and I can have my friend, okay? Right. You know, that works for whoever, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying, to the listeners, um, people, you might be getting cheated on because you're not doing what your partner asks, okay? Um, But we're saying for the sake of this episode, that's when you should call it quits, love. Don't cheat on nobody.
0: Right, because my thing is, so so here's the thing. If you're not getting your needs met initially, right, you have the conversation. Right. Hey, here's what I need from you. I want to
1: have sex five times a week.
0: Or not even from a physical standpoint of, you know, say you have a bad day at work or something and you're trying to talk to boo about it and their response is just like you know they don't validate you they brush you off they blow you off whatever so if you're approaching them like hey i feel like emotionally i need a little more so on and so forth and they're not understanding and there's no mutual you know Mm -hmm. connection conversation Mm -hmm. then I think that's how things build and build and build where you get to a point where it's like okay well forget it why am i going to continue to talk to you about it but i think there has to be healthy conversation first i don't think that for me i'll speak for me personally i don't mm-hmm. think it's okay for me in a relationship to feel like i'm not having a need met but my person doesn't know that that they don't know that that's a need that i have <laughs> but i'm just like yeah. over here like oh well he's not meeting my needs he doesn't even know Yes. And maybe if I was like, hey, I like when you hang up pictures of me around the house, maybe if I told him that he would do the shit and it'd be okay. Yes. But I feel like sometimes people, I think women sometimes can expect our man to be mind readers. Yeah. And then it's like, well, you should just know. No. I, younger jazz, you should just know how I feel. You should know that that bothers me and not do that. Right. But that's an immature way of thinking. Versus if I'm like, hey, I don't like that you're squeezing the toothpaste from the middle like a psychopath, I'm going to need you to not do that. Girl. What <laughs> <Right? laughs> if I don't, to, like, I need to at least give you a chance yes. to maybe do something different. And of course, using a very benign issue, like, a toothpaste. Yeah. Um, but at least give your partner the benefit of the doubt Absolutely. to try to do better.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's true, that's true. And I do not condone hoes. I don't condone, just to be clear. (laughs) (laughs) I do not want anybody to at me, like why she shouting out women that's you know, the mistresses, no, I'm just saying, they're picking up hanging fruit because we as women in some situations are not taking care of business at home. So we can't get mad at them. For, I mean, you can't get mad at somebody for not having any boundaries. Uh, something, you know, people are pieces of shit. Yes, this is true. But I'm just saying, they're hustling.
0: But I mean, here's the thing too. Like, don't get mad at the side chick. and mad at your man. Yo, name. man, that's I what mean, I I'm feel saying. Like there's too many women out here. And probably men too. But for my yeah, yeah. reference, there's too many women out here trying to go after the woman when it's the man you're in the relationship with that should be the loyal one. Right? Yeah. Where a man isn't going to do anything that, like, he's being allowed to do that. But he should have better self-control. There's Mm -hmm. tons of men out here that, like, if women are, like, throwing, you know, the nookie or whatever left and right, they have the self-control to be like, nah, I'm good, whatever, whatever. So, just an aside, though.
1: That's good. What's next? You feel obligated to stay. Like, Oh, if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. Or if you leave me, I'll never be the same. I can't go on. I'll, I just, I can't see life without you. Ooh, that's scary.
0: So that's very... Never feel guilty
1: for that. 100 and 100 coming to, you know, it's like, it's a percentage. You know, if you are whole and I'm whole, we're going to come together and be a whole. There's no depleting, right? I don't want to become you know unequally yoked. I don't want to be with somebody who's not at a hundred percent. Cause then I'm gonna take from mine, from my hundred percent and give to you. No, 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 no. We need to be balanced together. And so in this case, it's that's why I always encourage our listeners <clears throat> to don't lose yourself in a relationship. I did that in my marriage. Same. Right? So find keep your hobbies, keep your goals, do your thing. So that you so that you don't feel like you're losing yourself in your relationship and, and like if they leave you, oh my god, I'm just I don't know what I'm gonna do in my life. No, baby, no. Like my great grandmother Freddie Frost, rest in peace, used to say, one monkey don't stop no show. Right. Okay, so I do want to point that out. Um so yeah, no obligation.
0: Yeah. And, and then I'm money always- too. Money or just marital vows. Come right? on, right? You feel that, like, I took this vow before God, before my family, before my friends, that I would do X, Y, Z. Oh,
1: And the religious piece. Yes. Yes, my church, like, some churches will kick you out.
0: Yes. Like, like what does this mean for my, like, eternal soul? Yes. Yeah. Is it damnation and hellfire? Because, I mean, I don't want that, so do I just stay with this person? Which right. is hell on earth.
1: <laughs> right, no, honey, which, don't do which that. Which
0: poison do I pick? You know. So,
1: and just, I just I know that there's no amount of money in the world that would make me lose my soul to stay with somebody just for the sake of getting a check or having a lifestyle.
0: Yeah.
1: Because your happiness and your peace means so much more. Yeah. And so this is leads us into the next one, number seven. You're not growing into your better self. You still doing the same stuff you was doing back in nineteen ninety seven. Still drinking the same drink, living in the same apartment complex. For real. You
0: got real specific
1: on that, girl. Looking the girl, don't at me. <laughs> that was real. For specific. real, it's staying in the same. You know, same thing. Like, no, baby, you need to be on. The next level you know when it comes to your career I mean just what are you doing emotionally too if y'all having the same fights over and over and over again that part babies going on because it's only going to get worse yes yeah alright number 8 they violate your boundaries repeatedly
0: mm.
1: now this one is serious <sighs> let's say they just don't care Let's say you're a homebody and you like to keep your sanctuary very clean and very sacred to you. Mm -hmm. But they like to have parties all the time. And they're always inviting whoever they want over. Your house has become the party house. But regardless of what you say to them, they still keep bringing the same, you know, not the same people. I'm just saying they keep its the same behavior.
0: That's the problem
1: that's a problem that that's a clear indication that they have they give two shits about your boundaries Mm -hmm. and someone who doesn't care about your boundaries doesn't care about how you feel
0: right because that's what boundaries are they teach people how to treat us and I think the boundary thing you know it's not just romantic relationships we need to have boundaries with friendships boundaries with work relationships yes it's across the board yes Um. And it's okay to, whether the boundaries are rigid, flexible, whatever it is, right. just have some.
1: Right. Absolutely. I love how you said that. They, they teach others how to treat us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Number nine, they don't even support you or show up for you.
0: Or even minimize what you're doing, what you've got going. Like, oh, that's not that big a deal.
1: Oh, oh no! We can't do that, sweetheart. Oh,
0: that's not Swan and so forth. But when something happens to them, they need like red carpet, no, you know, like fanfare, all this stuff. So
1: yeah, I don't appreciate that. Or like even when they're competitive with you professionally, you know, I had a little bit of that in my marriage, really, because we were both educators. Okay, but I. I'm all, you know, I, I ran away from my calling as a teacher. I never wanted to teach, I, you know, I've majored in Spanish and psychology, psychology of the workplace. So I knew I wanted to work in corporate America, okay. somewhere abroad. Okay. And for whatever reason, the Lord placed me in a school and it forever changed my life. Right. Okay. And I've never looked back since. And so I know that there's a gift there. I know that there's a calling, right? right? I go in the classroom and it ain't even about me. It's about um, just closing the achievement gap and leaving a good uh, a print in the community. So anyway, so you can already tell I'm passionate about what I do. <laughs> and so because of that light I have, yeah, there will be competition in my marriage. We will give presentations and then all of a sudden I feel challenged in the middle of my presentations. And I've actually lost contracts over that because they could sense the competition. Yes, ma'am. Yes, indeed. So yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. And then when I saw that I was, uh, you know, going back to number, um, to number seven, you're not growing into your better self. I was starting to notice that I was taking demotions. I wasn't performing at work because emotionally I wasn't well at home. And so I wasn't staying in those top tier jobs I, you know, for whatever reason, I was falling down. Like I said, I didn't get contracts, bids on contracts. Yeah, so that was a big one. So <clears throat> finally, they tried to change who you are. Now, I was guilty of that in my marriage. I got I to gotta tell on myself.
0: Okay.
1: I just had, I fell in love with a specific type of person. Mm-hmm. And the potential, don't do that. Don't fall in love with somebody's potential. potential
0: because they may not ever step into it.
1: Absolutely, they might never even see themselves the way you see them.
0: Say it one more time.
1: They might not yes. even see themselves or honor themselves or respect yes. themselves the way you do. Yes. And so yes, that yes. that right there was like when I, I am said to say do no. Potential. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Well, maybe once they go through X, Y, Z, it will be better.
1: Right. Exactly. So.
0: Yeah. Oh lord okay a whole word y'all in these relationships process your feelings what's happening going on implement any changes that you need to do and manifest whatever life you want for yourself what that relationship wants it is attainable but you have to first be the potential candidate we'll see y'all next week The Black Box is a quarterly subscription box providing you a direct path to support Black-owned businesses. Every quarter, you'll discover hand-picked curated lifestyle, dining, bath, body, and home good products chosen to showcase the amazing things happening in Black business today. Subscriptions for the spring release are now open, but don't wait. This box will sell out deadline to secure the spring release is march 17th make sure you head over to gettheblackbox.com and subscribe to something meaningful
1: make sure you guys don't miss out the potential candidate episodes drop every wednesday at midnight we connect afterwards on the clubhouse app where we continue to talk about the issues from the episode and we want to hear from our listeners and give our listeners a voice so make sure you listen to our show on apple Podcasts or wherever major podcasts are available